I got up at 2 a.m. again yesterday and I worked out. Nice work. And I felt really good Uh, again. I knew that you got up because uh, you closed all the windows around the bike. Like you closed the blinds. Oh, yeah. Because I would imagine that at 3 a.m. if you're the only light on and somebody looks in, it's just... Well, you. and you know me because I watch too much Dateline. And of course, my thought is because we have woods behind our house. Like, what if someone's in the woods watching me? Woods is a generous. There's a tree. <laughs> there's a line of there trees. There are trees to hide behind. Right. So I was just thinking like, oh, that would be really weird if someone was watching me and they could through things. So I, if I was looking for somebody to kidnap, it would not be the person working out. Very good point. Yeah. But I did listen to a really scary podcast. Um, two days ago, I think. And it has been freaking me out all week. Okay. I listened to it on Monday. And the funny thing is, is it's not even real. It's, it's fiction. A, it's a fiction, true crime podcast. Yeah. It's what a is- spinoff. It's a crime junkie spinoff. Like crime junkie has all these spinoff shows. Yeah. And one of them is called full body chills. And it's something that they do around Halloween, but I haven't been listening since then. So they narrate scary stories. I don't even think they wrote them. They're like stories from people on Reddit and stuff like that. And they narrate them, put really scary music behind them. And I'm not even kidding you. I was so scared by that. I closed the windows for the bike. And then I also checked my back seat before I got in the car. Even though the car was in locked in a closed garage. Absolutely. Check the trunk. The whole deal. I'll never understand the... Because I see all of the trending reports and the true crime genre for women is not declining. It's the mo- It's by far the most listened to category of podcasts for women. And I don't understand why. It's so awful. <laughs> like it's just. It, it put- is, but it's so interesting. And I mean, I've been watching crime shows since I was younger with my mom, like when I lived at home, like in high school and stuff like that, because she always had them on and it's just fascinating. What's the, what's the draw of a true crime show? I like mysteries. So I think it's the mystery part of like trying to put pieces together and then, you know what I mean? It's almost the equivalent of reading a mystery book. Yeah. Um, but the thing I do like about crime junkie is they tell, they do a lot of smaller cases that don't get notoriety. So their hope is that someone will hear it and put pieces together. That was their original premise, right? Like when they originally started it, wasn't it to shine a spotlight on kind of like forgotten cold case type things? I don't remember, but I know that that's a huge focus of theirs now is to give, um, cases light that often get overlooked. So actually- Fun fact. I totally forgot about this. I had a friend who worked in radio and she was a co-host of a radio show in Indiana, Uh right? Indianapolis. Yeah. And invited this woman, Ashley Mm -hmm. Flowers. Ashley Flowers. Yep. To come in because Ashley had like a blog or something and was just way into crime stuff. And it became the most popular weekly segment they did on that radio show. And Ashley's like, I think I'm going to make this a podcast. And then made it a podcast and took off and and left my. And I mean, that thing took off. And left my friend in the dust. And she was like, she she didn't even say my name. Like in interviews, I'm just a local radio station. She doesn't even say my name. I'm like, yeah, 
Yep. I don't sex. think I did look it up though. I really don't think she did that segment for that long. She didn't. I mean, yeah, it, like it was so popular and good for her. Cause I think she's probably like raking in the bucks and she's so talented and they yeah. have a really big production company now. And I think they have, they must have like at least five or six shows that Ashley is actually on. I don't know when she sleeps. I um, am a fan of whatever show they put out because the uh, production company is named after their dog. Yep. And it's awesome. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the morning view from our living room, because I can see the sunrise. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for fresh flowers. I may have within the past 24 hours, Callie, I may have ruined our chances of becoming multimillionaires, of having a success story like Ashley from Crime Junkie. Okay. I may have completely blown it. And I have to tell you first about a conversation I had over the weekend with a friend of mine. Mm Mm-hmm. We were talking, we were actually having a conversation about how both of us tend to give away knowledge and stuff that we have. He's a chef. He's Kevin Gillespie. He's been on the show before. So Kevin and I were talking about how we both know people who have no problem asking for a cut of the action, right? So- Oh my gosh. We were talking about this a yes. couple of weeks ago over dinner or something like that. There's this person that Jeff and I know that we don't even know what his job is because he's rich because he's brokered so many deals for other people and they're not even in the same industry. It's the craziest thing ever, but he's always like, oh yeah, remember how I introduced you guys? I would like a cut for that. And he, and, and that's who Kevin and I were talking about. This guy will take somebody who, um, whatever, like, uh, has vending machines. This Joe Smith has vending machines all over in every airport in the country. And then he'll take some other dude who has like a credit card, a wireless credit card processing thing, and then introduce the two of them and say, you guys should know each other because you could do credit cards on vending machines. And by the way, I want a nickel of every transaction. Now, when you tell this story, by the way, you would think there's a guy in an office whose whole deal is to meet and network people. It's not. Well, there might be. Oh. But for some reason, yeah. For Oh, you mean this? This you, guy, yeah. No, this guy, I, I, I don't even know. We're not even really sure what he does. Like, I know he has an interest in a restaurant. He's got a couple other businesses, but. The point is, not afraid to ask for his share. No. So, Kevin and I are having a conversation about people like that and how great, how terrific it must be for financial security to be able to just say. Ask for what you want. Give me my $2. Yeah. Right. And uh, he told, while we were talking about this, Kevin told the story about somebody that he knew or whatever, who had an opportunity in front of him present itself like a million dollar opportunity. Mm -hmm. But the dude's business was like, a not a million dollar business. So he actually hired people 
to he rented like an office space. Mm-hmm. He hired a bunch of temps to come in for a week and just enter data on computers or whatever and brought the guy who had the million dollars in for a meeting. And you walked by all these people who weren't doing anything. That's funny. But there were like two staged. Do- two dozen quote employees and he went back and you know he got he got plants and artwork on the wall whatever yeah. ended up getting the deal what? because he hired all these actors yeah so fascinating right so that story know that i was just told that story less than a week ago okay fake it till you make it to the 10th degree right yes i am on twitter a month ago Two, two or three weeks ago, and I see a tweet from some, not somebody that I know, but somebody that I know of, friend of a friend type situation. And this guy posted something about podcasts and uh, book authors. And he asked a question about it. And I'm like, I what? That's right in my wheelhouse. That's what we're talking about doing with um, our company. Like, I can, I can help this guy out. So I shot him a DM. And he wrote me back, like immediately, and said, that's so great. Can you hop on a Zoom call? I said, sure. So we set up a Zoom call, and it was for two days ago. I thought that I was going to be helping this friend of a friend set up like this, how to get book authors to launch a podcast or something. That Like, this is how rich people get started. Like, it's one chance encounter. Yeah, but I wasn't yeah. even talking about getting rich. Like, I even sent a message to Kevin ahead of time and said, "Hey, man, I'm not going to be afraid to ask for my money. Like, I'm having like I'm having yeah. a conversation with yeah. somebody. I'm going to do it, and I'm telling you so you can hold me accountable, right?" I get on the phone with this guy. One of the first things he says, he's like, "Hey, um, I don't even know the name of your company. What's the name of your company?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't really have a company." He's like, "Oh." Well, yeah, I've done. I've just done this a few times. Let me help you out. So then I tell him about the upside, and he listens, and he pulls up our website. He's like, "Wow, this is so complimentary." I tell him about a couple of the other shows that I've helped out. He's like, "Oh, that's great." I even quote some numbers. You know, I'm like, "Hey, depending on how successful your author is, you could make this kind of money per week." You mm-hmm. know. I said, and that doesn't sound like a ton, but, you know, 52 weeks, you get four or five authors, you make some good money. And he, after he politely listens, essentially tells me that he's looking to purchase a podcast production company. And he, in a very, I'm, he's just a businessman. Yeah. In a very businessman-like way, he's saying, he says, yeah, we're actually looking to to have everything in place. So we're looking at a company with a payroll of 24 to 36 people, probably a, a value of 7 to $15 million. And we're just <laughs> going to buy that and set it on top of our company. And I felt, like seriously, felt like the guy who showed up with a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos to the state dinner. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, totally. I can't believe he let you talk for that long. He was so nice and so complimentary, but I was so far out of my- League. So far out of my league. And I had no idea. But then I thought, why didn't I roll with it? 
Why didn't I just BS my way through it and go, yeah, so we've done this and this, and here's how much business we do, and here's how you do it, and blah, 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 all that stuff. And then if it went serious, hire some actors. We have had this conversation. You know what? You wouldn't even have to hire actors because you could just say everybody's working from home now. Yeah. You wouldn't even true. need an office. That's true. I got, from now on, I've got 40 employees. Every once in a while, Jeff says or sees someone in business do something that, and I don't think this guy is ruthless, but we were talking, you know, like so ballsy and confident. And he's like, man, I wish I could be like that. And there's even been points where people um, in business have been such jerks, but have given them so much power and success. And you've said, I wish that I could, I wish that I could do that. And I have sad news for you. And the sad news is, is it's just not who you are. I know. And it's not who I am. So it's not like I'm encouraging, no, Jeff, you should hire the fake employees and do the whatever and all that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't think, but it's funny how many times we've had this conversation and how many times you said, God, I wish I was more like that guy. I wish I didn't care, you know, about, you know, but I don't care. Like people's feelings are, you know what I mean? It's business. If I can deliver the goods. But do you not remember what I'm, what I'm talking about? Well, you're talking about people that I've worked with in the past who are huge jerks, but they're very successful. Yeah. They're terrible human beings. Yeah. Like that's completely different. This guy was so nice. This guy was so complimentary. And at the end of the day, if I had come up with the story and gotten it done and I could do the work, he wouldn't care. No, no, no. I wasn't saying he was a jerk. My point was it's, it's another example of, I just don't think it's who we are. And it's kind of sad, but you know, I don't know. I just can't env- envision as ever being like, I don't know. Is it confidence or is it just it's like confidence? It's a hundred percent confidence. You have to be so self-assured in your place in life that you don't like if that person, like you have to be so confident in what you're doing that if I did the fake thing where I'm like, yeah, I could do that. How many employees? Oh, okay. Well, maybe I wouldn't qualify. I only have 20 employees, not 24, whatever. You know, like if I completely said that, I have to be so confident in what I'm doing that you have to be able to say after the fact, yeah, I was doing him a favor by lying. I was, <laughs> I was doing him a favor because I'm the best person for the job and I was just helping him see that. And I do not have that kind of swagger. Nope. 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 I think that's a good thing. So, uh, anyways, so, so I, I left millions of dollars on the table. The good news is he was super complimentary. I followed up with an email and it could be a, a, one of those weird things where six months down the road, you guys reconnect and he needs me yeah. for something different and maybe it'll work. Yeah, That's so, awesome. Yeah. Good connection. I had something weird happen yesterday. I'm not really sure how to handle it. So T-Bird's birthday is next week and I want to make her day really special. We do collectively. So I pre-ordered flowers just to make sure that there were no delivery. You know what I mean? Because sometimes with flowers, it's like, you know, yeah, they, some places need more lead time than others, sure. whatever. I got a message from her yesterday that said, oh my gosh, I just got the most beautiful flowers ever. And then the second line of it was, it says don't deliver until the 19th, but they showed up today and I'm so glad I get to enjoy them for my birthday week. And I was like, oh my gosh, well, sorry, they were early. But I really wanted them to enjoy, be enjoyed on her 
birthday. So do I call the company back and be yep. like, hey, yes. But what do I say? Because they you're did. Coming, it, you're was, just, it was beautiful, yep. and and it got to the right person. It was just a week ahead of time, and I don't know that they're going to be fresh next week. Here's and you're asking at the wrong time because we're just coming off a conversation talking about confidence, right? Yeah. And talking about swagger. And here's what you're doing. You're like, oh, well, they're fine. They're okay. They're still beautiful. She'll get to enjoy them for a week ahead of time, right? No. That's not what you purchased. If you went into a restaurant and you ordered a steak and they brought you a plate of spaghetti, what would you say? Well, I actually no, had the spaghetti. You and I, you and I would say, well, "Oh, the steaks looks great." It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> that was fine. Um, but the reality is, what you should say is, "This isn't what I ordered. I ordered something." But how do you say it in a nice way? This isn't what I ordered. It's not. That's, that's not very nice. That's not rude. It's a fact. You're stating a fact. So do you think I should call and be like, hey, um, no, I placed uh, an order and it arrived a week early. Would no. you guys remake my order for the correct day? Nope. Here's what Confident Jeff, because because this is only because of the conversation we just had. This is what Confident Jeff says you should do. You should call up. You should not give them a sing-songy hey. Hey, this is so uncomfortable. Nope. You call up and you're like, Hi, I ordered flowers to be delivered on April 19th, and they arrived on April 13th. End of sentence. <laughs> 20 yeah. seconds of silence 20 like seconds Steve of silence. Jobs. Yes. And then when they say, when they respond to you and say, oh, my goodness, like, like they'll probably they'll probably apologize and say whatever. And then at that point, you can go, oh, I understand mistakes happen, but it's really important that she has her flowers on her birthday. Right? Um then they'll probably it's their it's a simple mistake. Yeah. So they'll fix it. But you should not call up feeling bad. Like guess what? If if and they weren't cheap like can yeah, I, can that's, I, that's, okay good. Can yeah, I, how about this will confident Jeff pick up the phone and call? No, you need the practice. You need the practice. Can I like um let me give you a perfect example. As a few people, more than a few people noticed, if you saw it in our Facebook group, uh, yesterday in the middle of a commercial for ButcherBox. Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, Callie just says the line, and the reason that Jeff and I love Bombas so much, who is another advertiser on our show, ButcherBox is one advertiser, Bombas is another advertiser, and and she was wearing Bomba's socks at the time, which is why she thinks. Right. And I had my feet like up on the chair. Like I have, I sit in a recliner to record the show and I was looking at my Bomba socks. So I was doing the butcher box advertisement, but looking at my Bomba socks. So if butcher box called up and said, look, but correction, say that differently. Butcher box if they had an issue with that or they heard it, they would call us and go, hey, you guys got to redo that spot. And then you would say, oh, my gosh, of course, I'm so sorry. Right. I'll do two of them and I'll post about it on Instagram. My mistake. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't call up and go, hey, I don't want to put you guys out. That's I don't want to whatever. But they're like, no, we wrote you a check. We want we're this. Paying, this we're is paying, what we want. Right. We're paying for this commercial on this date. And in the middle of it, you credited another company. Yeah. They're not going to say that because it's a sock company. But, <laughs> right. but if it was another, if it was like a competing whatever, yeah. they would just call up and say, redo the spot. And that would be it. It's a business transaction. Mm. I like confident Jeff. 
We have a ButcherBox subscription that comes right to our door. They deliver high quality meat. And the reason that we love it so much is when you go to the grocery store, you really never know what they're going to have. So if you're making a beef dish, are they going to have grass fed beef? What's the quality going to be like? And we know when we're ordering from ButcherBox that we are getting high quality, humanely sourced meat every time. And we keep it in our freezer and we take it out for the week. We always get chicken in our box. We always get ground beef because that's what we use most of. But we also get their steaks, which we love really good for steak tacos. And we get their fish too. So we really get a little bit of everything. But if you don't know what you want and you want to try stuff out, they can put together a box for you. Now, I love that they always have super cool offers when you sign up. And here's the one they're offering right now for a limited time. New members get a free essentials bundle in their first box. That's three pounds of chicken breast, two pounds of pork chops, and two pounds of ground beef, all for free in your first box. Now it's getting warm outside. We're about to start grilling. And if you love grilling or someone in your life does, think about ButcherBox. Go to butcherbox.com slash upside. That's butcherbox.com slash upside to get a free essentials bundle in your first box. Years ago, Callie and I started selling the gratitude journals and we were doing it out of our living room. In one corner of the room, we had a printer printing out mailing labels. In another corner of the room, we had a stack of envelopes. In another corner of the room, we had the products. We were stacking everything, wrapping it, bundling it, and then we would drive it to the post office. If there was something we could go back in time and do differently, I would have hired a company like ShipStation to take control of the shipping process. What would have happened is all of our orders would have gotten funneled into ShipStation. The printing of the labels, the managing of the shipping, all would have been conducted right there. Plus, I would have gotten discounts on the shipping because regardless of where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, whatever, you're going to get amazing discounts with all of the big carriers, with UPS, with USPS, with FedEx. The same discounts that are reserved for Fortune 500 companies, you're going to have access to them with ShipStation. There's a reason ShipStation has more five-star reviews than any other shipping software. I didn't even mention this. You can manage your ShipStation account from your cell phone, from wherever you are. Ship more in less time. Just use our offer code UPSIDE to get a 60-day free trial of ShipStation. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com and click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in UPSIDE. That's ShipStation.com. The offer code is UPSIDE. Make ship happen. Third love not only makes your life better, it makes it easier because you can now shop for bras online. Now take it from me, a former skeptic who walked into the third love process thinking, I don't know that they really know. How can you fit people for bras online without ever having seen them? And then I took what's called the fitting room quiz. They used to call it the fit finder quiz. So you go on to thirdlove.com slash upside. They will ask you questions about the current fit of your bra. Some of them were things that I hadn't even really thought about before. Then they're going to recommend which sides of their bras they think are going to fit you the best. They will ship them to you and they stand by all of their products. So if you don't absolutely love it, exchanges and returns are free for 60 days. Now they have a really super easy return policy and exchange policy and they have 
a number that you can text message when they send you your bras. And I have done that to exchange a bra twice now because I just wanted to, you know, I was trying different things on their website and it was so easy. So easy. Let them make your life easier with shopping for your bras online. Third Love knows your one true fit is out there. So right now they're offering upside listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 20% off today. Today's quote of the day. Kindness begins with the understanding that we all struggle. As I briefly mentioned earlier, T-Bird is turning the big 5-0 on Monday. I am, by the way, just so you know, I am flying high on confidence. I don't know what it was about that very first thing we talked about, but I am just feeling like I'm feeling like Steve Jobs wrapped up in a little Elon Musk package, like ready to take over the world. How you doing? Nice. Yeah, I'm just feeling that way right now. I just wanted to tell you. What Karen, does that have to do with T-Bird? Nothing. Oh, okay. The fl- You brought up T-Bird, which made me think of the flowers, which made me think of how you just call and say how it is. Oh, okay. Anyway, so her birthday is on Monday, and we are working on something, and it is next to impossible because she basically runs the upside. She does run the upside community, so there's no doing any birthday thing and totally cutting her out of it. So she knows we're working on something. She does not know what it is. If you would like to be a part of celebrating T-Bird, no money involved, email Maggie, who was my assistant, and tell her that you want to know about T-Bird's birthday. And she will email you back with instructions um, and tell you a little bit about what we are up to. And we would love for you to participate, but just make sure you do that today um, because her birthday is Monday. And yeah, so M-E-G-G-I at CallieAndJeff.com. T-Bird sent us a text message yesterday after hearing Monday's conversation or Tuesday's. What conversation was it? Tuesday's conversation about the number of friends that people have. And Callie and I were talking about how every level, like from acquaintance to close friend to good friend to best friend, every number seemed high. Like we don't have that many friends. And T-Bird wrote us back and said, I actually think that number seems low. Because that, I mean, that's what she does. Yeah. Like T-Bird just, her job. I told you she was going to say that. Her job title is professional best friend. Yeah. Like her, she, her job is, is to help this community thrive and she does it so well. And so she's like, yeah, those numbers are kind of low. She also said in here, um, that she would donate a kidney to either you or I, should we need it? Remember we were asking who would be our kidney donor friend. She would be our kidney donor friend. Um, but she wrote something. And I hope she's not, she doesn't take this the wrong way when I read it, but it kind of made me sad. She wrote, my purpose in this life is to love people. I've served that purpose so well, and it has given me many incredible friends. What I haven't been great at is being, quote, the one. Even with an overflowing amount of true friends, I still feel lonely sometimes. I'm not number one to anyone, but I feel like I'm number two to so many. 
I was thinking about that because my like gut reaction was like, oh my gosh, because T-Bird is the most kind, loving, generous person that I think I've ever met. And I was thinking about the number one thing that she said. And here's my perspective on it. I don't think, I think there are two kinds of number one people that are in your life. I think there's a number one, like you are my number one, Jeff Dollar. Like I see you every day. You're my best friend. You're my husband without question. You are the most important thing in my life. That's just the way that it is. And I think people have best friends like that. There are other people in your life that maybe you don't talk to as often, or you don't interact with as often, but you know, if push came to shove, that in one second without thinking, they would be there for you. Right. And I think that it makes you a number one in a different way. So I have friends that I've been friends with since I was 13 that I don't think that I don't know would donate a kidney to me. But knowing that T-Bird would donate to us if she got sick or something, I think one of us would be like, yeah, of course, because I know that you would do that for me. So I think it's not a matter of who your best buddy talked to everybody Did you, is. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Did you just volunteer me to donate a kidney to T-Bird if we- if Well, she, one of us. Yeah, but what if you're not compatible? That leaves me. Okay. Well, maybe you won't. You're not. You. I know we're married, but you can't volunteer my organs. Okay. My body, my organs. <laughs> The thing about Jeff Dollar is he would donate like, – you're the same way. You would donate a kidney to someone that you barely knew if it was the right circumstance. Nope. Yes, uh, you would. Nope. Before this episode, I would have. But for whatever reason – Oh, now reason, Confident Jeff com- says no. Confident Jeff says my kidneys stay with me unless you want to pay me for them. <laughs> so if you need a kidney, T-Bird, how much money you got? And I'll put it up for a bidding war. You can buy my kidney. <laughs> that's what Confident Jeff does. Um, but yeah, sorry, I interrupted your thought. No, my thought was, well, yes, yes, you did interrupt my thought. My thought was that just because you're not in someone's life as their number one person, whatever, doesn't mean that you're not a valuable person in someone's life. And I think the other people that can be super close to you are people that would do anything for you, drop anything for you, even when you aren't in their life every single day. And I think some of the most important people in my life that are not my best friends would do that for me. And they're people I would do that for. So I'm just, that's a thought attached to what T-Bird said. I think there's so many people in her life that she would do that for that would reciprocate like that to her. It doesn't matter if they're super besties talk every day or not. Got it. Uh, and I'm just kidding, T-Bird. If you needed a kidney, I would I would entertain an offer from you financially. <laughs> Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Definitely not a category today. Just a coincidence that they all have to do with dating. Hmm. What date do you think makes a good and bad impression on a first date? So if you like, wanna- what kind of date would adventure on a date? Makes for a bad date. What did you just say? What did you just say? I didn't understand a word of that. Did I say date? I meant drink. Yes. You said date. You're like, what kind of a date <laughs> makes a good first date? I'm like, uh, what? Yeah, way to go, confident Jeff. What drink makes confident a good- Confident Jeff says, no, I didn't say that. 
Right. What drink makes a good impression on a first date? And which one does not? What drink? So what cocktail? A good first impression for a date. I think it depends on what kind of message you're trying to send. But I would say wine is a good one. Okay. Wine is up there on the list. And I would say a martini is a bad one. Oh, no. Martini and wine are at the top of the list. I would have said martini because I feel like martini is a I'm single and ready to throw down drink. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like if someone ordered a martini, I'm like, oh, you're kind of spicy. You know why I don't drink martinis is I find the glasses cumbersome. Like awkward? It's just an awkward glass and Mm -hmm. you're going to spill some. It's guaranteed. It's just. You're going to spill some if you get a good pour. And the, yeah, the martini glass is just an, it's just a cumbersome thing. We saw, there's this restaurant near where we live, like in our neighborhood and they have a wine glass or some sort of cocktail glass that is in this shape of a bird. And the straw that comes out of the bird is also glass. So they have these like glass and the woman next to us when we were dining there, uh, ordered one. I'm like, Jeff, oh my God. And I heard her trying to talk her husband into like, honey, we need these. And he goes, when would we ever use yeah. them? Anyway, it was funny. You look so ridiculous. Check it out of that. Um, the drink that makes the worst first impression is a Long Island iced tea. Do people still drink Long Island iced teas? That was what we ordered in college on spring break when we went somewhere that had an 18 drinking age because we didn't know what to order. We would order Long Islands and I don't even know what's in a Long Island and we would order um, mudslides. Uh, Number two of my three random things today, use the phrase hopeless romantic in your dating profile. Um, An online dating site called Zoosk says that the phrase hopeless romantic generates over a third more incoming messages. Ew, really? Yeah. That to me says creeper. Um, Because that to me says you'll fall in love with anybody. And uh, my third random thing is, according to Bustle, uh, Zoom use among singles is going to remain high even after the pandemic is a way to screen people for first dates. So if you meet somebody online or whatever, it's no longer awkward to say, hey, do you want to hop on a Zoom and then like have a cocktail while you have a Zoom with somebody before you actually go out on the first date? The Dateline lover in me loves that idea. So you don't get kidnapped? Yeah. All right. Those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word upside to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. I'm not afraid to admit, I will even confidently say this. I am a fan of the car mom on Instagram. Now here's the thing, when you first started following her, I thought she was, I more thought her brand, like she only talked about stuff for moms. I don't feel that way anymore. I think she has good, like I was thinking it was more like cars for moms, which it kind of is, but I think it's a lot more. That's her niche. That's her niche. But she also, she's just funny. She's so funny. And um, her sisters make guest appearances on her Instagram every now and again. And it was during one of her sister's Instagram takeovers a few days ago where she shared a recipe about this shredded chicken rice cake 
buffalo sauce cheese on top thing. Callie and I both saw it and flagged it and we made it yesterday. So good. It's buffalo chicken on a rice cake. With some cheese over it, air fried. So good. Delicious. 10 out of 10. And not totally unhealthy. No, it's really healthy. Didn't you make it a Weight Watchers version of it? I did. It was like two points or maybe Mm -hmm. three. Yeah. So uh, we can put that recipe in the next Pick Me Up newsletter. Um, So you can have it. We'll credit the car mom with it. It's so good. It's actually a recipe that they got off of TikTok. So there's two credits to be had. Um, And if you're looking for a fun follow on the grams, I highly recommend the car mom. Hi, guys. It's T-Bird. I 100% agree with this list. As a matter of fact, I even think those numbers, for me, are kind of low. Like, it's at 150 people, like acquaintances. Way low. Um, The good friends that you would invite to a birthday party, 50 people. Now, I could invite 200, 300. I don't know, maybe more supportive, upset if I died. I mean, 12 to 15 is the number they gave. Holy crap. I feel like that number is like, I don't know, a lot. And then intimate friends with the kidney. They said that number is five. No way. Absolutely way higher. And Callie, by the way, I would 100% give you my kidney. You too, Jeff. The one thing I don't have, though, that most people do is the one person, the significant other. So I have a lot of room in my life for friends and loved ones um, just don't have the one. So that can be a lonely place, which is kind of weird to say because I have so many amazing friends. But anyway, very interesting list. And yes, Callie, you are correct. I completely agree with that. Okay, I love y'all. Bye. Bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. This is a true story. Bombas, it's exclusively what I wear on my hooves now especially now that it's getting to be summer and I don't want anybody to see my socks. So I'm wearing those no-show socks. Bombas has rethought the sock experience so those things don't get all twisted and turned up inside my shoe. And then I end up with like a sweaty bunch of fabric rammed into my sneaker. Uh Uh-uh, not with Bombas. Plus, Bombas is an awesome company. They give a pair of socks for every pair purchased. These socks go to somebody in need, like people experiencing homelessness. These socks go to them, which not only keeps their feet dry and cozy, but they also give the person experiencing homelessness dignity. Putting on clean clothes is a small comfort that's especially important when you're in a tough situation. Give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash upside. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash upside. Excuse me, Jeff Dollar. You have more than 30 acquaintances. Anybody who has made you guys part of our morning, our daily routine, when referring to you, definitely say, my friends, Callie and Jeff. So we know we're not friends. We know we might not even be Facebook friends. But I'm sorry. I think we're acquaintances. Bye. Hi, Jeff. Um, I'm listening this morning, and you were talking about, um, like, purging those memories. So I was a person that called in 
to tell the story about how every night when I'm giving my kid a bath, I'm like, I can't wait to finish this and go watch Top Chef. I haven't watched Top Chef in a while. And ever since I called you guys and told you that weirdo story, I have not had that memory since. So, me too. I have purged the memory. Thank you. I'm calling about the friend thing. I don't know if I'm, like, super antisocial or what, but... I do not have that many of those category of friends, and I don't know if I can think of one person who would donate an organ to me. Uh, I don't know what kind of people they populated that information from. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I had to pause. I think it was Monday's episode in regards to the life coach and Jeff. I think you are choosing right by blowing that guy off. That does not sound like somebody who actually truly cares about helping people. There is with everything that's been going on over the last year. I don't know any person who works with people who specifically wants to make a difference in somebody's life and helps them that is not willing to work with them on price. If that's truly in his heart to help people, then he should be understanding and willing to work on the price. And that sounds guy sounds like a jerk and not somebody I would want coaching me in my life. So I think you are choosing well and should find somebody else who's going to be a better fit and actually truly cares about making people better and helping people. That's my two cents. Love you guys. And it's a lot of times you feel like, well, am I doing the right thing? Is this really, is this good enough? Am I good enough? Am I strong enough to do this job? And then you just have to believe in yourself as much as you can. And against all odds, you just say, you know what? I'm going to just put my best foot forward and I'm going to, Give the world the best that I got, right? Mm -hmm. Anything is possible.